Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Freddie, also known as uh, Nighty Night. Alongside me, we have someone very special here today. A uh, very special occasion and something that's come out right now and it's available on Shudder. We have Noah. Noah, how are you doing today? Hey, doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, can you tell us a little about who you are in uh, the movie that just came out, what you directed and starred in as well? Oh, well, uh, yes, a, a movie came out yesterday on the 22nd. I don't know when this is airing, but um, uh, the movie is out. It's called Blood Relatives. It's on Shutter. It is a uh, father-daughter vampire road trip movie yes. um, with hopefully a little bit of heart, a little bit of comedy, um, nothing too wild. Um, the dream, The dream is to... Uh, uh, have maybe made something that uh, that might be a little bit like a family movie, a little family genre movie. Uh, I love that you said, like, hopefully it is. It definitely is all of those things. Oh, thank and you. I had so much fun with it. It's it's so heartwarming. It's so much fun. And it has, like, the horror aspects that horror fans will love as well, too. Um, no, this is a really great movie. It's a great road trip movie. It's a great family movie. It's a great, like, duo. Um, there's some great surprises in it as well um you do a great job at world building by the way too you it's so cool to see like oh there's a little hints that there might be uh another creature out there and stuff like that i don't want to spoil anything i'll keep this as spoilerly free as possible but one of the big things i always like to ask our guests and this is something that we're always very interested in on our podcast is why horror is there something that brings you to the genre did you grow up watching scary movies are you a fan of horror just dove into this too but yeah, I would love to learn more about it. You know, I I grew up watching genre movies. I grew up with spooky movies. Um, I've always loved horror movies. I've always loved genre movies. And I'm I'm you know one of those one of those guys who thinks um, every movie is kind of like a genre movie. You know, wh- you yeah. know when I when I when I go and I sit down, I'm I'm uh, to watch something. I'm I'm sort of you know constantly excited about what sandbox we're playing in. Um, and having worked on a lot of horror movies, that's a sandbox I'm familiar with. That's something that, you know, is, is sort of comforting. Um, and so when it came time for me to try to put this story, I don't know, in, in a context, you know, in a genre, um, I didn't really think twice that, that it would be, uh, that it would be a monster movie. Yeah, That's awesome. I love that. You said it's like a sandbox, not knowing what you're going to be playing with. Um, this movie has a little bit of every type of genre in it. It has a little bit of drama, it has the comedy, it has the horror aspect. Um, there's so much to dive deep into this, and sorry, my alarm just got off. Um, but no, there's so much layers to this movie. And uh, I guess one of my big questions, how did you come up with the concept of having a family drama comedy horror film? How did this like originate? You know, I think it, it probably originated from just, you know, making lists in my head of movies that I liked and, you know, stories that I think kind of were speaking to me at that time. And I became a, a dad recently. And I think I want to talk about that. I want to talk about being a dad. I want to talk about being a kid, you know, because when when you come become a parent, you oftentimes, I don't know, I think a lot of people start to see the world a little bit through the eyes of of their kids. Mm-hmm. Um or you start to think about what it was like growing up and all the mistakes that your parents made that you don't want to make. <laughs> That's fair. And so I, uh, I think that that was a big part of it. And then, you know, on top of that, just the, the, the idea of sort of, you know, again, kind of where, 
you know, where I could make a genre movie and what that would mean. Um, and uh, I've always loved vampires. I've always wanted to play a vampire. I've never had that opportunity. I've done a lot of different roles, but um, I think that to be able to write a vampire movie was really exciting. It was really just, it was, it was the same part of me that used to be nine years old and play pretend, you know? No, of course. And um, I have to say, I'm sorry I'm going to sound like a little bit of a creep, but like, I, I wanted to like look into like what you've done in the past. And I saw your Instagram and you guys dressed up as like vampires for Halloween, right? We that did. We, awesome. um, my wife and I dressed up as vampires. June, our daughter, was a uh, was a cat, black cat. Um, oh. And already the baby was a, a bat. Yeah. <laughs> so we were we were a spooky, spooky family this year. I, I love hearing stuff like that because you see that in the movie and you see that in real life. It's like the family dynamics is always there and it seems like you're a very family oriented person and you care about family values. And there's like a coming of age story with Victoria as well in this movie. And I kind of want to talk about like the people you made this movie with. There are some awesome people in this movie and the people that work behind it. Um, I'm a big fan of and I he told me to ask you a question. I can see if I could pull it up. I got some inside scoop with Patrick Lawrence, your editor. Oh, yeah. So he said uh, to ask you a dozen questions about working with him, but also how essential water played into your workflow. And I don't know <laughs> what that means at all. I was like, well, all right, I will. <laughs> so I'll tell you, Patrick's our, our editor, and he really went above and beyond. The only way that you get a movie like this done is if people do 10 different jobs, right? As right. if, you know, everybody kind of has to have that sort of sense of ownership and belonging and feel like they're in a family and they're going to, you know, kind of watch each other's backs. And Patrick became a producer on the movie because he just was doing so much stuff. Uh, and the same thing with Victoria, you know, people who really kind of showed up to, to sort of take uh, take an interest in the film itself and not just their part, but but grow their part and and um and really kind of make those lines sort of those borders gray. But um, Patrick and I spent a lot of time in a little room together, as you do when you're editing mm -hmm. a movie. And I knew Patrick, who is not like a you know Patrick doesn't have airs about him. Patrick's not a very pretentious guy. He's kind of a rock guy, kind of a goth guy. Collects a lot of he's really into Ghostbusters. Collects a lot of Ghostbusters stuff, but he's not a guy who you know super. He's not a fancy guy. He doesn't make you feel like you know you're out of place. Right down to um, earth. He's he's a down to earth dude. Yeah, exactly. He's really but chill. he when he goes to a store, he buys a bottle of water. He he likes to buy the essential brand water that's his <laughs> preferred water and you know to each their own if that's what you dig man if that's the if that's your thing is essential brand water go for it and i i started noticing that and you know we didn't have a big budget on the movie or anything there wasn't possible to like order fancy meals every day for lunch but i could afford to keep that man stocked in essential <laughs> water and so I would bring him a bottle of essential water and then I would bring him two bottles of essential water. Then I would find the big jugs of essential water. And eventually I realized that you could actually get like an industrial sized oh my God. box of essential water, like a five gallon. So I started bringing those to him. <laughs> oh my God. So it did play you know, a big if, part in if, this. If you're not hydrated, you're not going to do a good job. That's rule right. number one. It's either that or, you know, blood and <laughs> as a vampire, <laughs> you know, you need the essentials. Uh, that's exactly. really cool to hear. Yeah. Um, 
how is it working with Victoria? I mean, obviously you guys share a lot of screen time and there's like that, uh, it has to have that, like that magical duo. Right. And I feel like it totally translates through the screen that you guys have a really good relationship with each other. It definitely felt like father daughter vibes and everything like that too. Uh, it feels like a car trip movie. Like I said, I, I love this movie. I, I fell I fell in love with you guys, this relationship with each other. Um, you guys growing together and there's a lot of character development that goes through in this where your guys' character arcs from beginning to end are completely different from where it starts and where it ends. And it ends very beautifully. And I would just love to hear more about that relationship, maybe on screen, even off screen. Well, we, we just got very, very lucky. Uh, meeting victoria she had worked uh on a movie called plan b it's also a really funny mm. super cool movie uh natalie morales, done, right? yeah natalie morales directed that mm. and uh and and vic is 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 one of the stars it's also sort of a two-hander there's a lot of road trip stuff in it and josh rubin who produced this movie and is a great filmmaker in his own right and he's got a funny role in in blood relatives as well he kind of did it all he did it all like like i keep saying everybody picked mm -hmm. up a lot of slack josh had worked one day on plan b with vic with victoria and when we started working together he and i he said you know you're going to think i'm crazy because i only worked with her for one day but there's this this actor that you know is not only an incredible actor but i kind of think you guys might be pals i think you might have the same sense of humor and you might get on really well. You might think I'm crazy, you know, and I didn't know Josh very well at all. I definitely didn't know Victoria, but I familiarized myself with her work and she was generous enough at the time. It was deep pandemic. She just got on a phone call and then a zoom and, and we just started talking and we really hit it off. It was like, you know, when you're a, I don't know, you know, how old you are, but, but when I was a kid, we used to have pen pals. We used to have mm -hmm. people you would never meet in person, but you would become like buddies with over writing letters. And that's sort of what it felt like with Vic, that we were just getting to know each other, you know, uh, uh, one way or another. We, we, we had to get to know each other. And, and it took quite a few months after we, we met to really get the movie scheduled and up and running. And um, uh, bless her, she was just doing all the work behind the scenes. And when she showed up, she was, she was ready to go. I love to hear that. Um, and speaking of Josh Rubin, Josh Rubin is such like the sweetest, kindest, most genuine person I've ever met. Um, and I love hearing stuff like this too because I feel like the horror community is so big, but also so small. Everyone knows each other in some sort of way, and everyone's so inviting to help each other. And I love hearing that the connections are made between other connections, and you guys all talk together. And the one of the biggest points I always like to talk about in all of my interviews is that it takes a whole village to make a movie. Having a movie made is a miracle, and, and being a distributor and actually being seen by other people is another miracle. And I, I love Shudder. Shudder is such a great streaming service that allows a lot of um, horror films to be presented to the people who will actually love it. They're the fans. They're the people that are really going to enjoy it. And I hope you're, you've been getting a lot of reception that people love this movie. And I'll, and if you don't, hit me up. I will give you all the reception you need. I love this movie. Oh, it's great. Um, but yeah, I, I love seeing so many great, people coming together to make something and that's something i love to see in this movie too and it, it translates through the screen I, like i said it feels like a bunch of friends came together and made a movie and it's very lighthearted. it's a lot of fun and i think a lot of people will relate to it and i guess that's the kind of stuff that i want to talk about next is the themes about the movie is if there's one thing you want the audience to leave with what would it be I I would want the audience to leave with a smile on their face. You know, I I I think that there's a place for every kind of movie. Um, you know, my dream 
was to make something that people could enjoy together. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's so nice about it coming out during a holiday week. It's what's been so nice about, you know, having an opportunity to show it in in a few theaters leading up to today, you know, really connect with people in person. Right. Um, but I think that, you know, you're absolutely right. The community is there. And I think that the thing that Shudder has done and that our community has done, the, 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 the genre community, has been, especially over the last few years, really ensure that this umbrella, this thing that we call horror genre, um, it only grows bigger. It's only yeah. more inclusive. Mm-hmm. And people can say, you know, I like this kind of movie. I like that kind of movie. You know, I, I, I want this sort of satisfaction. And that's great. You know, and everybody's got their specific uh, uh, interests. But I think to, um, you know, to sort of be able to, to, to widen that and to be able to sort mm-hmm. of say, hey, listen, you know, this is maybe this is something, again, you could share with your kids or, or, you know, your cool nephew or niece or little brother, little sister. You know, maybe this is something you could watch with your folks who, you know, maybe they don't watch stuff that's super gruesome and there's something a little bit kind of, um, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, accessible about it for people mm-hmm. who don't steep themselves in uh, every kind of horror all the time. Um, I think that's the real dream. You know, when I was a kid getting into movies, I got a lot of satisfaction from watching films that felt like they didn't speak down to me Mm. and that they kind of, you know, even though they were, it might be a little bit spooky or scary, you know, Goonies or Gremlins or Temple of Doom or um, uh, uh, Monster Squad, you know, movies that that made me feel like I was a little bit of a grown up. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that now when I watch those movies, now when I watch Ghostbusters, it gives me comfort. It makes me feel like a kid again. And you know, I don't know that Blood Relatives. Uh, you know, should be up there with those films. But I do know that that was where my heart was, was to try to make something that um, uh, as many people as possible could connect on and enjoy and smile at and, um, uh, you know, and, and, and consider positively. Yeah, no, I, you are making me so happy right now hearing all that stuff. Um, it's very powerful, and I think some this is a movie that a lot of people will connect with. And I love that it's coming out right now during Thanksgiving time because I I feel like I want to see this movie with my family. And I think they can take a lot from it as well. And it's it's something that's like very accessible, like you said, with the genre with horror. There's a horror film for everybody. There's romantic comedy horror. There's just comedy yeah. horror. There's yeah. There's just regular types of like paranormal or some stuff that yeah. like dives into like mental health which is really great there's a lot of catharsis that you can get out of this specific genre absolutely and i think you're going to make a lot of people smile after watching this movie so i think your goal has been succeeded uh you made me smile a lot during this runtime of the movie too and it, it, it's something that's very powerful movies tell very important stories and if you can connect with even just one person that's just enough and I yeah. think you're going to connect with so many people. And I want to congratulate you on that uh, for making such Thank a you. fun movie. So I had a joy watching this. And I, I love talking to you. And I know we're running out a little bit of time. But if you had one story to tell from behind the scenes, this is something I'm always interested in. Because a lot of people just see the movie. They don't know what really goes behind the scenes. What would it be? Well, I, I don't want to give any spoilers. Okay. But I will it, say it, that. Cryptic, um, so you can make people watch it when they listen to this. There is a very special guest star in the film, and his name is Deuce, and he's a goat. 
And um, many people would be very surprised or not at all surprised to find out that goats don't take direction very well. They don't know their left from their right. They don't know action. They don't know stop. Um, and this goat was beautiful. I mean, this was a good looking goat. This was, uh, <laughs> this was uh, a very kind goat, but not a great actor. Right. And, um, and so uh, we had a lot of trouble getting this goat to go exactly where we needed to go until finally after, you know, we were kind of worried that we were, you know, the lighting was going to change and, you know, we only had a certain amount of time with Deuce the goat. Um, luckily, we found out that Deuce loves Butterfingers <laughs> and will do anything you ask him to for a Butterfinger. Wow. So um, when you uh, when you watch the movie and you see this goat and you go, man, that goat's really cool, man. He's doing his thing. He's, you know, just know he's doing it for his Butterfinger. <laughs> I love that there's always like something that leads something. So the goat with Butterfingers, we have Patrick Lawrence with essential water. Perfect. The you got to give you got to you got to give people their treats. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly. What works. No, that's really cool. I love that inside scoop. Thank you for that. <laughs> Um, where can people find you if people want to see more about your content and what you have in the future? Oh, I'm I'm on you know most social media platforms uh, under the handle Kid Blue or under my name Noah Segan. Um, uh, I'm pretty easy to find even as uh, our social media world crumbles around <laughs> us. Um, yes. I'm not I'm not hard to find. So uh, you know, look me up. Right. Maybe we'll find you on Hive sometime too. Sure. Whatever. I join them all. You know, I join them all. I just like hanging out. Yeah. And I, I strongly suggest everyone to check out your work. Um, check out um, Blood Relatives. It's such a great movie. So much fun. It's on Shudder right now. Uh, you can even get a free trial on Shudder. So there's no reason why not to do it, especially right now during Thanksgiving. It's time to spend time with your family. Why not spend it with a little vampire family as well? Uh, I would love that. Any last words of wisdom before I let you go? Oh, just, you know, our, our little dad joke. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That. Hey. <laughs> I love puns and people from the show definitely know that. So I appreciate that so much. And thank you for being here with me today. I had a pleasure talking to you. This is a lot I had a pleasure, Freddie. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate well, it. This was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Freddie, also known as Night. It was a pleasure serving you.